All right, where do we go from here, guys? Uh, we were in the middle of something because you haven't gone into anything new yet. So, Brian, <laughs> where are we? Come on, leader, lead us. Welcome to the spin. I'm just fucking with you. Let's do a motherfucking show. Cult, form of religious veneration, a system of religious beliefs and ritual. Also, it's a body of adherence. A great devotion to a person, idea, object, movement, or work. Such devotion regarded as literary or intellectual. A usually small group of people characterized by such devotion. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are back. We're back. What's up, Popeye? What's up? Welcome to uh, Cult Radio Show Round 3, Season 3, whatever you want to call it. We've had some staffing changes. Uh, we stretched Hobbs out and gave him a 10. Still got the same shitty watch. Welcome, Ron Hodges. <laughs> what up, people? <laughs> and as always, across from me is my wife, uh, a staple to this show. Aww. Her and her boobs. Oh, that's nice. They're out. <laughs> I can't see you for the computer screen. Let me look. I'll let you know what they look like. There you go. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> she's got some rock and cleavage today. Uh, we'll try to throw a pic of her rock and cleavage up on oh. um, cultradioshow.com. Cult yeah. Jamie. Cult Cutie Jamie. She's it's one me. of the ones that started it out I, of a handful of people. It was she's, me. Yeah. You know it's her when you find the care pair. <laughs> You know, that's crazy. That picture got so much flack, like, it, because I was nude, apparently, but I was completely covered. What? Was that flack or flap? No, uh, no. Fap. No. Fap. Fap? No. We got a bunch of fap. No, no. Uh, just so if any of you are confused, if you go look at the OG cult cuties, that hot piece of ass holding the bear, I tap that. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, the, not the bear. <laughs> well, sometimes it no, gets weird. not the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever keeps it happy, folks. <laughs> Whatever keeps it happy. Uh, so we did a little Ryan and Ron. It wasn't so much of a spinoff or anything. It was just trying to get a vibe, see what we were going to be together. Cult Radio Show was never going away, but I had to put it away to find out where we were going to go next. I lost a little bit of confidence. Everyone knows that uh, the show got lighter by half. <laughs> More or less what he's saying is that he added a dark side to the show and he wanted to see exactly how many of you guys scared away. Yes, yes. Based we wanted the numbers. To, yeah. yeah, we're back to the cult radio show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear me and a black guy talk about shit. They want my wife. <laughs> That's what they want. Um, so here we are again. Um, so to address some things, yes, Chris and Jessica left and they're doing their own thing. And oh. I called them out for it. I'm not going to take up show time to do it. About five minutes ago? Mm, no, I... I in the intro? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I called them out. I got the truth out of the matter. Uh, I felt they weren't being honest with me about what was going on. They're honest with me. Good luck with your shit, guys. Because um, you know how I feel about it. But uh, may the best version of my product win. Uh, and... Zinger. All right, Ron. Let's tell your story a little bit. You were a poor black kid that grew up in um, where? Well, let's let's take out a majority of that poor black kid. I mean, I was better off. Clean floors, no We've roaches. established that he's wordy and uppity at this point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah. Are you still black? <sighs> um, where it counts? Very. <laughs> huh. Oh, wait. Now he's black dick jokes now. Great. Hey, no, no, I wasn't even going to go there. I mean... No, no, because we use black cock a lot, but it's never in a good way here. So it's weird to hear it in a positive light. <laughs> wow. Getting back on point. <laughs> <laughs> um, good life, college, couple of kids. Things are good. I'm still alive. I'm still happy. And I'm doing what I love. Yes, which is banging white women. Uh, hmm. and woman, woman, the only sorry, one. woman. Please differentiate so that he doesn't like live on our. Couch yes, Amanda, forever. I love you. Uh, I love you, Amanda. I borrow your man often, so yes. Hmm. And no, that was not scripted, even though it was. But yes, Amanda, <laughs> I do love you. Aww, uh, that's yeah, nice. see, I got my best friend back, which is which is really really good. Uh, best male friend. Don't look at him like that. <laughs> 
Jamie's no bromance ja- here. Yeah, Jamie's my best friend. I tell no, her everything. There's nothing nice. that goes on that she doesn't know about. That's true, so, whether I want to hear it or not. Uh, if, if you send me a picture of your tits, she's one of the first people I show. I, that's, I am. <laughs> by the way... I'm not going to send you a picture of my tits. Well, well that's good. By the way, ladies, all the ladies that have submitted pictures for Cult Cuties and done photos with Barbie Green, you guys look amazing. I think the Cult Cuties uh, page is fantastic, and you guys need to keep them coming because it, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. We we thank you, cuties, for all the growth that you give us um, in any way you want to take that. Uh, I, I actually raised an eyebrow when you <laughs> <yes>. said that. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the Cult Cuties, let me address that real quick. The Cult Cuties, what they are now, it started out as a marketing ploy. I just did it. I just got some chick to show me boobs and write cult on it, and people followed suit as fan yeah. tags. Yeah. So when Brilliant. A, a few weeks ago, it's not an original idea, but yes, I'm glad I, I incorporated into this. Uh, then a few weeks ago, I started their own group page mm-hmm. because I noticed that these girls had a lot of insecurity problems. And I've been hit up today about by the people that I have running the cult cuties mm-hmm. because I keep it guy free as much as I can. They want to add more to the description, and they want to do more, and they have all rights and all things to do that. My role in the Cult Cuties is when you take a good photo shoot, I'm going to feature it on my website to get people to come into my website. That's what it started out as. That's what it still is for me. But I also want to make you guys a place where you feel good about doing this. I'm not looking for models. I'm looking for normal girls, normal people. Uh, ways for photographers to do creativity, ways for you to express yourself in another creative fashion. You're going to see shit and you're going to go, oh my God, that's slutty. Oh my God, that's safe. That's not sexy at all. That's way too much. Um, You're going to see all that because we don't have limits here. We believe that whatever the photographer and the girl wants to do, if I enjoy it, I will put it up for you to enjoy. That's simply how that works. And to the people who want to judge for that... Hater's gonna hate, and ain'ter's gonna ain't. I want you to know that Barbie Green and I did a second photo shoot of Jamie, and I am wearing less than I was wearing. <laughs> You're actually wearing more, time. but you don't have a Care Bear. <laughs> it, it's it's another photo shoot minus the Care Bear. She literally walked into the house and said, "Here's a beautiful rhinestone necklace and dangly earrings and silver high heel shoes, and that's your costume." Yes, and Barbie Green is doing amazing stuff. She We've seen is. Jamie's, not my Jamie, but the other Jamie, the black tape gas mask girl. Yes. That was one of the hottest shoots that she's done, Very but it was edgy. so gritty, and yeah. it was dirty. dystopian future it's Mad dirty. Maxi. I love it. But then you have Brittany that does this amazing photo shoot on a red bedspread, yes. which was just as sexy yes. in a different fashion. It was. And it was tagged for nudity. Yes, it was yes. tagged for nudity. I get that all the time. Look, Michelle, uh, one of the other cult cuties that... Uh, gave us the really, really racy photo shoot. I Anytime I share her pictures out, I get flagged for them. Because the way I cropped one of them, she does kind of look naked and bent over like it could be porn, and that was on purpose because <laughs> motherfuckers... So she's not naked? Motherfuckers no. click Fantasies on... ruined. Motherfuckers click on that constantly. So if you want to get mad because I throw that up, let me tell you, it draws traffic. And that's what the point of the cult cuties is on my side, on your guys' side. I want you guys to take this group and I want you guys to make it your own. Support each other, care for one another, be there in the way only girls can for other girls. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking for out of there. So go in there and make it your own. As long as I keep getting my pictures out of it and you guys have a place that you go to feel safe. And you guys have a place to be a community to do this together. I will support and help you in every way. We got support stuff. We got all that stuff in place. So I, it, it's kind of a trade-off of I'm helping to promote my website, but I'm also creating something for the cuties as well. I think the most amazing part of my shoot literally was when I took off my clothes. And I was really uncomfortable, but Barbie was super awesome. And she was like, wow good job on the boobs. And I was like, really? She was, yeah, they're hot. And I was like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Barbie gets to see everyone's boobs. She does. She gets to see everybody's everything. That's right. Speaking of Barbie Green, uh, the other night me and her sat down and exchanged some sex horror stories to kind of get a bit going for you guys. And uh, here's how that went. Let's try this. All right. <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! All right, we're, we're here with some sex horror stories. Uh, you, you guys all have them. 
we, we kind of polled our audience a little bit and th- there was plenty of them out there. Um, but tonight me and Barbie are going to share mostly ours and we want to hear yours. Uh, and you can call, uh, 417-531-103. That's my personal cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you creepers uh, out there. Oh, everyone has it. It's on every bathroom <laughs> stall everywhere. Anyways, 417-288-4050 is Colt Radio Show's phone number. Now, I don't man that phone. It's a Skype account. What I would like you to do is call it. You're going to get a voice message and leave me your story. Uh, but we need your stories to do it. Uh, don't leave your name. I'm going to have your phone number, but I promise I won't call you back until after I'm done <laughs> masturbating to it. And, uh, but no, I'll have your phone number, but I won't have your name. So as long as you don't mention it, I'm not going to track you down. Um, if, uh, you want to tell me a story and you want me to relate it and you don't want to, just put instructions for your message in the story. But anyway, call, uh, 417 288 4050 to drop your message in our inbox and uh, let us know your sex horror story. Uh, Barbie, we'll start with you. Uh, what was your... Did, can Immediately, can you have like three in your mind? Of my own personal? Yeah. My own personal. Uh, yeah, I got okay, a couple. Now, rank them real quick from one, two, and three. Okay. Okay. What's your third... Like the worst? Of... The third most. Like you're going to go third, second, and you're absolutely most at the end. So let's... Uh, I'll be gonna set this up. Yeah, I got three. All right, all right. So today, because we want you to call in and tell us yours, we're gonna tell you some of ours. Uh, we've got uh, about three piece picked out because we were both kind of explorative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't um, want to say whore because I don't know no, you. Uh, but, no, uh, I was I'm, a fucking whore. So. I'm a serial monogamist, but I've had a lot of sex with the. The men I was with, um, and I've dabbled in the females before, so I've I've had a few. Yeah. Uh. So, what would your uh? Let's go third worst. We'll start with you. What's your third worst sexual horror story? Just the the short and skinny of it. And if we need more information, we'll go from there. <laughs> my third worst would have to be um. My current boyfriend and I both have our noses pierced, and we have uh, rings, and we got hooked in the middle of it hooked so bad that he had to take his out to get unattached. Like, so you're, you're mid coitus. Yeah. And your nose rings are coitus as well. Exactly. So how does that, do you have to bend your head so he can exit you or we, does um, it, do you just kind of let go, <laughs> lay still, don't move. We'll pick up where I left off. The funny thing is that's not the first time we've been attached by our piercings. Yeah. <laughs> but his laces, mine spreads. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but he just had to lace his out and then we yeah. were good to go <laughs> <laughs> that's not horribly horribly bad i guess i guess my my third worst would be uh i i was dating dating this girl once once and only once uh but we were making out and she was sucking my dick vigorously like vigorously like she was mad at like it. she was mad at it <laughs> and, and i was all in it and i was enjoying it and i was like yes like like fuck yeah because that's the trick for me but anyway it's like fuck yeah and she goes hold on she sets up and she extracts her teeth from her mouth <laughs> okay yes she extracts her teeth and lays them on the bed and goes back oh to my God. sucking my now any dick because that was just enough <laughs> for it to go nope we're done buddy we're done. We're done. I think that's called a velvet rope, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know. But it was, it, it just, rope. it like pulled me completely out of the moment. Like, I didn't know her well enough to know that they were false. I kind of had suspicions, but I would have to have paid attention to anything above her neck. Oh my and that's just God. the type of asshole I was back then. But anyway, when she did oh, that, shit. most things don't bother me. Like, I have a hard time finding sexual horror stories that were like horrifically bad enough for this but i i have a couple uh but yeah it uh so uh what would your next one be barbie my next one would probably have to be when we i was getting a doggy style and uh i am a lazy doggy style i'll start out on all fours and i'll lean over on my on my elbows 
And I had been on all fours and got slapped in the face by my own titty. (laughs) (laughs) Right across the fucking face. Nothing kills a woman's mood more than something flapping her in the face. Especially when it's attached to herself. Oh my god. I I, I used to have man tits when I was bigger, but I never had them in my face. (laughs) What's bad is that my nipples are pierced and it actually clinked against my teeth. Oh god. Damn, that's like that's 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 what would end the mood right there because this is what a horror story is. It's got to end in terror, you know. It, it's got to end in someone being skeeved out enough. Sex stops. Well, I uh, even let out a big fuck, and he thought, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "No, no, we're done here." <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Number two for me would be. I'd have to go way far back. Uh, I was dating this girl, and I was living at my parents. I was a teenager, and I was going down on her in the car. Uh, we were trying to sneak around. I mean, we're in my parents' driveway, but my dad had this SUV thing, so we'd park up behind it. And so we would just make out in the car. So I'm going down on her. And she's getting there, and she's getting closer, and she's going down, and she's... Whatever, and we're all cramped. So I, as soon as I adjusted and moved, she started coming. So I started adjusting to move because, guys, let me tell you, when we're down there a while in a cramped Ford Escort fucking <laughs> floorboard trying to get the girl off, we do whatever it takes. We're not going <laughs> to stop. But we're not comfortable down there. So the minute, like, you got this, I'm getting up. <laughs> so I pull my fingers out, and I went to move, and I, I had to push up with my shoulder, and I adjusted. And about the time... That my mouth was ground zero by asshole. Oh no! She farts. Oh god! Magnificently loud, directly into my mouth. <laughs> you just stole my let my story. <laughs> <laughs> there Were was you... no car, but yeah. Uh, mm. you farted in a guy's mouth. Yeah. Oh my god! How do you deal with that? You cry. I cried. You cry. I ran you to cry. the bathroom. <laughs> And I cried, and that's really all I could do. And I just like, <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I really don't know because I was just when when I come, my whole body tenses, and then relaxes, and then tenses again. And in that moment of relaxation, it was just skadoosh. <laughs> and you know, in w- the way women think about sex, in in my head, the wind the wind came blowing out of me in a two tsunami sort of way, and his looks hair was like, flying back. Looks like Gallagher just did pudding cups. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it was in my head. <laughs> and he was so cool about it. He really was. He went lip like a noodle. And you know, that's that was my bad. You know, bad. you. Uh, I was asked one time, I used to have this bit on the internet I did years ago called Dr. Ryan. People would, it doesn't work on air because it's just me Googling shit and making it funny. <laughs> like, like it's, it, it's Googling with Ryan is basically what it is. <laughs> Googling with Ryan. Because someone would go like, <laughs> how do I deal with this? Or, or what's the answer to this? Well, if you know how to use the internet, you can answer your own fucking questions. But, so people would come into me and the, my favorite question that I ever answered was, how do you deal with a queef in the middle of sex? No Google, no anything. Instantly. Point and laugh, motherfucker. <laughs> Point and laugh. You both know it just happened. You know, you both, there's no denying it. You can't, un- you can't grab that fart and pull it back. <laughs> you know, you're not looking like SpongeBob chasing jellyfish to undo time. You just shit in that dude's fucking mouth. So why not just acknowledge it? You know, and uh, on a female's perspective of that, it really is going to be the uh, the amount, the sound, and the wetness that attributes with the queef on how a female... Like, if I queef and it's obvious that it's been a minute and it's just, you know, like, a, hello. Yeah. But if it's like a loud, rumbling, wet, just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to end things um, for me. I, I'm tied for the worst, though, because you said your next one was the fart one. Yeah, so. but I think I've thought of another one. All right, well, go with that one, because um, I've got to figure out which one is my worst, because i got a couple more. Well, after. I've got one that actually ends in blood. <laughs> um, was going at it, and everything was awesome, and we decided to switch places. He was on top, and I decided to go on top. We decided to, I decided to go up, and he went down at the same time, and I headbutted him right in the nose. Blood went everywhere all over my face all over his face 
From we your s- nose? From his nose. Oh, my God. I busted his nose wide open with my forehead. The fucked up thing is we just kept on going. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because... <laughs> At that moment, at that moment, uh, another comedian said this, and I cannot fucking think of who, and I, I, I want to give credit where credit's due. He said that you, a, a guy could be in coitus and getting ready to come and be close enough. You could be have a gun pointed at the kid's head, and he's coming no matter if you pull that trigger or not. So it doesn't matter what you, and I know that's vivid, but that's the God's honest truth. When you're there, you're there. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I, here's my two to wrap this up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell these back to back because one kind of goes into yours. I was dating a girl. Anytime I say dating, we all know I'm just blatantly fucking her and I don't remember her name. Um, but she liked it really rough. Like extremely. Like I, I'm like, all we talking for, slap her across the face. Like I'm talking, I couldn't tell if we were fucking her MMA fighting. <laughs> all right. So anyway, I have a belt wrapped around her neck. I'm inside of her with my knee in her back, forcing her to the floor. And all of a sudden she just goes limp. Oh, you choked her out, didn't you? I choked you her choked out. You choked her out. Like, I didn't mean to. We didn't have a safe word. We didn't have anything. She showed up at my house, and this shit happened. We're not responsible BDSM people. Did you, know? you keep going? I, I made sure she had oxygen. <laughs> and... And I made sure she was still warm. I mean, it might have been an internal. Yes, I stopped to make sure she wasn't <laughs> dead. <laughs> I was just wondering about this. Is it like between pumps you were checking the pulse? Uh, no, <laughs> she she come. I mean, she was right back. Like when you see on TV, you're like, oh my god! As soon as she started going limp and falling over, I just let go of the belt. Like she never hit. She did collapse. But as soon as I let go of the belt, she kind of hit the floor and come right back up. But you have this momentary thing of I'm fucking this dude's wife in my apartment. With a belt. I may or <laughs> may not have just killed her. I may have <laughs> may not killed her. And my biggest worry was, I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> because I worked because I worked with the guy. Oh so I'm like, God. I'm he's going to know. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then uh, the, my other one, which is classic, which I've told on the show before, but there's a lot we've called out and we've come back, is the midget. Uh, do you not remember the midget the midget okay i knew a girl and if you ever hear this please for the love of god i'm sorry i i will do everything to protect your identity so don't be all i feel like you've said that before um (laughs) this this way back when i started I, i had this myspace thing i had this thing about making midget jokes and my joke was it's non-offensive what the midgets are gonna do kick me in the fucking shins you know i you can't Back then, I wasn't comfortable saying, like, nigger and cunt and shit like that and actually expressing myself. So midgets were the, my target. <laughs> that so, was your dirty word. So this girl got a hold of me and says, stop picking on midgets. Stop whatever. And me and her start dating. You know, I, I was never fishing for a midget, but this girl was awesome. She was she was great. And it was so funny because we'd go out to eat and we went on, like, three dates. Uh, Did she sit in a baby seat? No, no, she didn't. She's <laughs> awesome. Like, I can't say enough good things about her because I'm getting ready to say a lot of not good. Okay, uh, so I can get a good visual. <sighs> We're talking midget. How tall was she? No, midget size. Standard midget size. Like, She's just normal midget. Four okay. foot, whatever. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so we would go out to eat, and we were at this Chinese place, and this girl, and I never slept with her yet. We slept together on the third date or whatever. But anyway... So we're moving, and this girl kind of looks at me and her, and I'm like, yeah, I fuck that. What of it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was just so much fun, and we would go to the mall, and we would watch people stare, and we would do shit to make people stare, because we thought it was fun. Uh, same thing like me and Ron. We don't ignore that he's black and I'm white. We just fucking go with it. So finally, the deed was getting ready to be done, and we are in the bed, and all of a sudden, I smell something. And it was horrific and i'm we're having sex i'm not going to get into the intimate details about how that functions and works maybe on another show i have too much respect for her for that but this story has to get out there it was horrific the smell coming out of this her body and what you can't like that's one of the most awkward things because you can't just go and i know a lot of you guys go i would no if you really give a shit about the person you're with feelings in any way you don't know how to handle the most stinky pussy you've ever seen in your life okay you don't so what do you do 
you think of other things and you try not to let it distract you and you just get the fuck out of the moment. So we ended and we stopped and and uh, we, we stopped dating after that for some weird reason. Uh, <laughs> but I literally had to throw my sheets away. Oh, like, God. Like, we wa- I washed them, I did whatever, and we literally had to, I literally had to throw them away because oh there is no God. we. I don't know why I keep saying we. I, I, yes, and then it was beyond that. But yes, I don't know what was wrong with her. Um, I haven't heard from her in years. This was, this was, um, 10, 12 years ago. So it, oh it but yes, I fucked a midget. Let's get past that. But I, that, that was horrific to me. And I know that all you women worry about that a lot. I scrub that shit like it's going on eBay. So. This girl, apparently, I don't know what was up with her. I don't know what the deal was. It could have been a one-time thing. Her colon could have got misconnected somehow. I don't know (laughs) what the fuck happened. But let me tell you, this is the one sex tip that I will give on this show. Okay? Guys. And I didn't learn this till after this. Guys. You're fingering the girl. You're going down on her. Or not going down on her. You're you're laying there. You got your hand down her pants. Now make sure you're, you're doing it pleasurably, but get up in there in that shit. And then when you think you've got a good enough of a of, uh, sample on your hand, you slowly bring your hand up the girl's belly and you cup her breast and you start kissing her breast. That puts... Get you a good whiff. Your fingers are right under your nose because you're holding her tit, kissing her nipple, and your fingers are right under your nose. So you now know how to proceed. Okay? That's the one thing that I learned from this. Oh, I found out I would never be in that position again and this is my sex tip for how to get out of stinky pussy, <laughs> is you just get you a sample, grab a tit, and sniff that shit while you're sucking a nipple. It's seamless. They won't even know you're doing it until now, but they won't even know you're doing it. I've never had a girl going, what are you doing? I'm checking you, is what I'm doing. I want to make sure it doesn't smell like six guys before me, you oh, know? fuck. Uh, I don't want, you know, whatever. That's another horror story. I had a girl show up, and I was making out with her, and her beer, neck smelled like beer. And oh, that's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and all of a sudden, I was like, I, I, I'm like, what the fuck? And so I finally got it out of her that, yeah, she was having an argument with her because I dated attached girls all the time. She was having an argument and they were making out or whatever because they were all drunk. So basically it was his spit I was smelling on the oh, side of her fucking neck. That's nasty. So call 417. <laughs> uh, yeah. So see, we all have horror stories. Some of them are better than others. I just want real ones. Um, but don't be discouraging to the other people that were involved because it all happens, you know. Uh, but it, the phone number is 417-288-4050 if you can please call us with the sex horror stories. You can do it anonymously. We'd rather not read them on air, but if that's the only way that you will give us your story, we'll have Jamie come in here and read your story for you. You can send it to me or Ryan or Jamie. No, just me or you. Let's oh, not. Just me or, we, yeah. Okay, just me. Just send it to me or Ryan, and uh, we, we uh, will keep your name. And if you don't know how to get a hold of me, I'm CL Ryan on Facebook or uh, CL Ryan at ColtRadioShow.com. Uh, Barbie's going to have uh, Barbie Green at C. Or, uh, uh, what? Barbie Green's going to have at ColtRadioShow.com. <laughs> See, I'm going to edit that later, and I'm going to put in whatever email address I give you after I do it tonight. <laughs> Just, uh, and I know that a lot of the stories that you guys have, you don't want to tell. We won't use your name. No, we absolutely won't. not. This is going to be like Cosmo. Like, when you read the front, I don't, I, I live with women my entire life. In Cosmo, like Cosmo Confessions, Cosmo whatever. This is kind of our version of it, but I'm just getting it from you guys, the fans. Is that if you have something like that you want to tell us, just call 417-288-4050. It's a Skype number. I'm not going to answer your phone call. Uh, just leave a voice message, okay? Uh, we've got it set up for that purpose. That it's just an anonymous call in line that we can pull audio from. Um uh, so you don't have to talk to us. You don't have to be embarrassed by it. I mean, of course, you're going to be embarrassed by it. But and let me tell you what: if you want to keep your anonymity, don't be the first one that likes it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've been down this road before. Uh, keep me anonymous, okay? So then I tell the story. Oh, thank you for telling my story. Uh, no, uh, that's that's part of that common sense we're talking if, about. If we're going to work to keep you anonymous, please keep yourself anonymous as well. It's a, it's a twofold thing. Uh, coming up next, uh, I don't know. I'm going to punch a beaver in the asshole or something. 
The legend of Jimmy Dice continues when he makes this epic phone call for a movie review in our season three. All right. Are you there, Jim? I am here. All right. There we go. We're all Okay. We tasked Jim uh, to do this season three opener, and we tapped him to be our movie critic. So in doing that, we're giving him some great movies to watch. Uh, so what was the first assignment, sir? I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. I don't even know why he told me to call you. But you, you, you have to fucking talk about it if you want to be on the show. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about it. But you do want to be on the show. All right, fine. We did this last night. All right, it's fucking Twilight. Okay, you made me watch Twilight. Because <laughs> uh, I am a dick. Uh, so what? What did you think overall on the movie, sir? Um. I actually coined in my my review the the, the term "sparkling garbage." <laughs> That's what I thought of it. Sparkling uh, garbage. Like, have you ever seen those like really messed up videos where like the chick poops out like a beer can or something? Yes. Well, imagine this: somebody pooped out a disco ball, and that would be less sparkling garbage than Twilight. <laughs> uh, Jamie had a different opinion on the movie. I love the movie. I'm I'm honestly like thinking you're kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of. I should be trying harder. Well, in the sweetest possible sense, Jim. <laughs> because the acting. Okay, I have seen porno movies with better acting first, man. I just let me say that. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, yes. If I'm gonna watch a crap garbage movie, it better have like some on point fucking actors in it. Like at least DiCaprio was in like tw- in Titanic. You know that was watchable because he could read his lines without sounding like a retard. <laughs> what what was your favorite part of the movie, Jim? Um, the part where it ended. No, 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 no. That's that's a cop out. What what part emotionally right. hooked okay. you? Okay, a few a few of the parts that I liked are the parts where I can call it out and being bullshit. Which uh, the first the first one that I noticed was right in the beginning of the movie where they gave this sixteen year old kid this really really old truck that was a stick shift, and she just got in and was like, "I'm gone, no problems whatsoever." So I I thought that was one of my favorite parts because I realized right then and there we were we were on a ride, so to say. <laughs> so you uh, didn't enjoy the movie. Is what you're saying? No, no, not in the least. Like I said, <laughs> sparkling garbage. Uh, so, what was the appeal to the movie for you, Jamie? Um, I had read the books first, so I agree that the acting was total crap in the first movie. I'm sorry, it do- it it just is. But the books take you on an emotional ride, and then you watch the movie, and you get to see it like set to people. So I was like into that, and as a series, yes, amazing, but. Here's why Twilight's bad for you. This point in the audio froze, and we had to reset up and restart talking again. Jim told me in private, his phone, tablet, and Xbox all broke while trying to watch Twilight. So it's not good for your system, but we're back on air now. together. All right, back to the book. Okay. Um, Jim, didn't you have to read the book as well? Isn't that how this Twilight I, thing I had started? lost a, a bet back in the day to our lovely Joe Wyatt, <laughs> and uh, I did end up having to read the first book. So, so which, which, was, which was better, Jim, the movie or the book? Um, I'm going to, and these reasons are purely selfish, I'm going to say the movie, and only because it was a lot quicker and <laughs> a lot less painful for me to get through it. So what you're saying is you're an, a slow reader. No, I'm a very good reader, actually, but I just don't like reading sparkling garbage. Like, I was blinded by all the glitter when I opened the book. I know. I... And, like, and, then, and then the book is written through the point of view of, like, a seething 16-year-old girl. It feels so awkward all the time. Teenage oh my God, my dad. And I really think her dad wanted to bang her. In the movie, there was a lot of tension. Is that was just kind of weird. Could, could it be that she just really wanted to piss her daddy off and there was no black people in Seattle? <laughs> it could be. So it could be well, then she would have definitely banged the werewolf, though. I mean, I don't know. You, you at least, at least, if you're tame necrophilia, it 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 looks like human. <laughs> That's inaccurate because if you watch the movie, like you say you did, there actually are black people in Seattle. Oh well, only because know. he got there when he was traveling with the rest of the vampire crew. From fucking Siberia or something. You know that's not true. You know that they make all these movies look like a fucking Sunny Delight commercial. They throw every race they can in there so you can't call them racist. 
I'm pretty sure that Kurt Cobain somehow found out that they were making Twilight and it was set in Seattle, and that's why he killed himself. <laughs> Seems I'm legit. I'm throw that on the table for you. He, he, he had a vision of yeah, Twilight yeah. and just took yeah. his head. Heroin actually sometimes will make you see into the future. Where's my grandma when this movie is going on with all the pretty races? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so you, uh, so at, at one out of ten stars. How how many stars do you give Twilight? I mean, well, if the, if the star system is like complete, we're, yeah, okay. Here's how my star system is going to work: the lower the star, the less horrible it was for me. That is going to have to be a solid four point two stars. Not how horrible that was. Wow. Like, that that's wow. So, yeah, we're setting the bar right there. You came out swinging with that first selection, buddy. I'll tell you that. Well, dude, it's... I just want to know one thing. Like, they go into the guy's house, and this vampire has more windows in his house than anybody I've ever seen in my life. And I understand, yeah, you live in Seattle and it rains sometimes, but literally his whole room is a window. That is it. Yes, because uh, they sparkle like faggots. <laughs> <laughs> They sparkle like glitter color covered. And, and then also, like, I couldn't get oh past, like, the main bad guy when he finally shows up. He looks like the vampire version of Nickelback. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't take any I can't, bad guy seriously if he resembles the guy from Nickelback. I can't imagine. Lose right there. You're done. I can't you imagine. No credibility. I can't imagine Kroger, Chad Kroger sucking more than he already does. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I guess Twilight found a way to even do that. I'm kind of shocked that you knew who Chad Kroger was because you're bad with hey, names. I know. Uh, a very wise band named Rage Against the Machine once said, "Know your enemy." That's okay. right. You can't hate, you can't properly hate something without knowing what the fuck you're hating. So I know. They also said, "How could I just kill a man?" Too. So you know. <laughs> very easily at this point, Jim. Right. Yeah. Something uh, about us not seeing a brown skinned man since their grandparents bought one. <laughs> That was Ron's head hitting the mic. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ron. You'll, you'll love the first bit we recorded earlier tonight for the show, man. You're going to see the show next week. I'm going to get it all edited together and put out. Um, so you, Jim is our new resident film critic, and he's going to start writing us some reviews of cult classic movies, stuff that we want you to see, obscure stuff. Um, so... But and we can even get interactive with it and have you bastards pick shit out for absolute, me that you think I'm gonna hate. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I have to stop my wife's thought because I've already had it. <laughs> but it's in the list. It's not the next one, but it's in the list. She's mouthing a movie title to me, and I'm like, it's in the list. It's don't worry about it. It's in the list. But we need to set you up for next week, sir. So because we thought Twilight was mid range horrible. We're going for, how does your star system work? Because I want the highest rating on your star system. The highest rating of star would be the absolute worst thing that I've ever watched in my life. Like, that would just be, you know. So I would say 4.2 is a pretty solid. I mean, it's going to take a lot. I mean, I'm sure you're going to be trying now, but it's going to take a lot to, to really match that or beat that. I mean, that's like Hulk Hogan in the 80s. Like, so, it's, it's dominating right now. I have an idea. We've already got the movie picked out, so... But oh, it doesn't really matter. Yes. The, the, the next movie, we, it's already a done deal. Uh, I, I've put, like, four of these back-to-back -back so we have time to get the bit started. Um, so, sir, I'm going to try to up your scale a bit here. Uh, there's a little 90s movie that we just made Rick wife for someone for God knows why remade with Nick Cage. Um, but I want you to go down to the regular, the normal... The you're a nineties kid, right? Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. So do do you do you enjoy uh, a, a little movie called Grow or a little show called Growing Pains? Oh yeah. The guy's name was Boner. I mean, right. come on. Well, what what if I told you that one of those cast members has become a great successful movie star in his genre of Are you movie? talking about Jesus Christ superstar Kirk Cameron? Yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Oh god, I hate you. <laughs> I used to work at a used video I already know what you're talking about because I used to work at a fucking used video store and we had a billion copies of fucking what, Left Behind? Is that what you're going for? Yes, sir, because this yeah. is a double whammy. I want you, if at all possible. One required is you need to watch the original. 
um, if you want to stay a part of the show. And uh, <laughs> you also, as bonus points, as bonus points, I would like you to watch the updated one and compare the two. Oh, is there another one? Is Kirk Cameron in both of them? No, no. Nicholas Cage takes Kirk Cameron's role in a re-envisioning of the oh. 1997 oh, classic. My, my actual hatred for you is actually making me like Nicholas Cage more. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You don't I'll, like Nicholas Cage? I think, uh, no, I, I like Nicholas Cage, but I only like Nicholas Cage when he's playing like a slow kind of southern kind of simpleton. I don't see him as a, like a badass. I don't see him as like kick-ass anything. Con Air, so... I like because he's kind of dumb, but he's a badass, okay? Stuff like that. But Ghost Rider, <laughs> no. He's not smart enough to be a smart ass. No, okay? Hey, we've had this Nick Cage discussion repeatedly on this show. Um, we I hate... thoroughly enjoy all the pictures, though, that have Nicolas Cage's face over things. Those mm. are great. I don't know right? what anybody says. My favorite one is the tranny one. Stop saying we hate Nick Cage. With the mustache. Because we don't hate Nick Cage. The cult radio show as a company hates Nick Cage. Jamie's the dissenter. (laughs) I got to agree with him. I mean, on air, eh, it was okay. Face off, fucking loved it. Family man, ooh. It seems like when his hairline started going back is when his movies started getting worse. That thing that you put up where (laughs) it was a little meme thing and uh, Nick Cage is at a restaurant. And he goes, no, thank you to a piece of bread. And the caption was, Nick Cage finally turns down a roll. I think that is one of the truest fucking cartoons I've ever seen. What about Gone in 60 Seconds? You don't like that one? It's a piece of shit. Remake. Uh, My only movie he did that I liked was Leaving Las Vegas. You don't like The Rock? No. I love Nicolas Cage. He's probably in my top five of favorite right? actors. And this is this goes on to why in the fuck is me and this woman married? Because as you can tell listening to the show, everything I like she despises and vice versa. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> a hot issue right here. So <laughs> we we have to narrow down we I bring shows in for us to watch because I'm like, all right, we'll like this together. Because she made me watch Crybaby. What's wrong with Crybaby? Uh, yeah, with Hatchet Face. And that's on your list, Okay, sir. Well, let me ask you a question, then. Is that the one where they, like, kill that, those two guys in the woods and then make it seem like they were gay? No. Is that, no. That's no. not that one? That, that was, that that was, that was Debbie's, Debbie's or something like that? That was you and Joe's Funniest Home Videos. Crybaby is a musical, <laughs> and it stars Johnny Depp. And I don't it's care. It's got Johnny Depp, and he's got stupid hair in it, right? Hey, Johnny uh, That's every Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> Johnny Depp could, like, quote the phone book, and I would watch it. You know, they, Johnny Depp was just Jack Sparrow all the time. I would love that. But other than that, I'm what, it. what the weirdest thing is, is they asked like a hundred straight men if you had to fuck one star, if you had to fuck one public figure, who would it be? Johnny Depp was number one. <laughs> They're like, he's feminine enough. It's not that gay. I'm, I, I know it's not. It's kind of different. But I would straight up to this day bang Betty White. Like even like up to like thirty days after she's been dead. Wow. I, I, I put it right to her. So. Munging. I was going to say, how do you feel about munging? <laughs> yeah, do you, do, you, do you know what munging is? Oh, man. What, uh, go, just go ahead and humor me and tell me what it no, is. No, you, you, I'm going to send you the link, and it'll be linked, because it's in a different show, and why would I give it away when I'm trying to get people to go and listen shame to it? And shame on you Can't for not listening to, to the previous that. show. <laughs> yeah, it's not watching, it's listening. And you're right, Jamie. Shame the fuck on you, Jim, for, you know what that's earned you? For not knowing about the show you so want to be on. Watching Blazing Saddles. <laughs> oh my god, Blazing oh. Saddles is an amazing fucking movie. Yeah, Blazing wait, wait, Saddles what are you talking is the about? stupidest movie I've ever seen in my life. We're about to fight. Did you say Blazing Saddles is the stupidest movie you've ever seen in your life? Or is that like. That's what I said, sir. You are not hallucinating. Huh? What? The fuck? So, I mean, if, if you want to divorce your wife, go ahead and marry me. I should pretend to be a chick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we seriously have zero zero in common when it comes to what we like to watch now we do when we do find our common ground we like archer we like mad men uh we tried breaking bad she didn't care for it uh, well, you guys are gonna hate me because i think archer is completely retarded see? I don't care yeah. the only person in the world get off is. our show i am done with you sir <laughs> <laughs> okay that guy uses the same fucking voice for every character they all sound like because that's his voice stupid. you know you know what's funny i i, okay, I completely agree with you because you can ask my wife i had we were watching Bob's Burgers because it's just our life on a cartoon. Mm-hmm. 
uh, except she's not Linda. Everything is the same. The kids are the same, except she's nothing like Linda. Uh, it's like, come on, have some goddamn diversity. I know, right? If you're going to be on a major network, pay some motherfuckers to have some different fucking voices. But Everybody I had, saying you're gay. I had to stop watching one for about two weeks to start watching the other, because if I had been watching Bob's Burgers and it was flipped to Archer, I could see nothing but Bob, and vice versa. <laughs> so I had to literally take breaks between watching those shows. Did you see the episode of Archer? Yes, where, I did, where he comes in and... As Bob. He, 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 they do a spoof. They spoof their own shit. He comes in as Bob, and it's fucking hilarious. John H. Benjamin probably has one of the best TV voices ever. He was... Uh, remember when Cartoon Network... Am I the only one that remembers this? When Cartoon Network started out, and they had Adult Swim before it was Adult Swim, the late night, there was a show called Home Video. Yes. And he was the voice of the coach on the home video. Coach McGregor. Coach McGregor. And absolutely, because the first time I ever seen Archer, I'm like, that's Coach McGregor. <laughs> but you're, I will concede to the point that he has a very distinctive voice, and it's popular, and they put him in everything. I agree with you. You also know who Slim Goodbody is. I do. Slim Goodbody? Does, am I the only one at the table knows who Slim Goodbody is? Besides your wife? Yes. Aww, Jim, do you know you. who Slim Goodbody is? Oh well, yeah, guys, listening to this conversation about a show I completely hate is super interesting and all the um, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Slim Goodbody is? Sorry, we forgot you're on the phone. Nope, Maybe. I have no clue. He probably thank you. Too. Oh my god, oh, fucking Slim Goodbody. It's awkward. It's strange. It's, it's a very it, strange. If you don't know, we'll cover it on next show. Next week, we will cover at least two minutes on who the fuck Slim Goodbody is. Because it is awesome. I'll do my homework, and I'm probably going to hate him. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you it, will. Yeah, look in YouTube. Just look at YouTube. Watch a couple videos. It's one of the creepiest fucking things they ever marketed to kids. Uh, but anyway, Jim, so you're doing Left Behind? You're doing Left Behind, sir, for next week? Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. I, I have a choice? I mean... No, and I would really like you to do both of them. Like, compare the oh, two yeah, movies. Yeah, do, do both the behinds, huh? Yeah, yeah. The do, old behind and the slightly newer, less, less mileage behind? Yes, and w the, the point of this is be nice because Twilight and Left Behind are both series, so I have plenty of well to dig from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I actually should just go to the used store and just pick up a copy of Brokeback Mountain and be done with this bullshit. <laughs> I actually enjoyed the movie Brokeback Mountain. She did. She I've liked never it. seen it. It's nope. good. It's, it's good. It's different. It's not It's not crazy weird. But anyway, Jim, I think we've expanded all we can here. Uh, I haven't forgot about your meme dump. Uh, the site was down all night last night. Twice. Yeah, I've seen you say something. That's why I didn't bring yeah. it up to you. I've I, I seen that you said something about it. So. No, the, the site crashed. It was an error 500, which is funny because for next week's show, we're also doing um, Edward Snowden. So we've been talking about him, and all of a sudden my site was taken down. So that was kind of weird. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, I also found uh, a pretty decent topic, too. Um, about 30, 40 miles from where I live, there was a middle school that got busted because all the kids were taking nude pictures of each other and sending them back and forth. Nice. They confiscated, they confiscated like, uh, like 50 to 100 like, nude pictures. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> it's called being a teenager. Yeah, awesome. No, he's saying he's trying to tell us where to go find the pictures for the oh, pedophiles. Oh, right on, yeah. right on, okay. I mean, I'll send you links, don't worry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the little fappening. Ew. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Because if shit goes bad, it's not the black guy's the first killed, he's the first one arrested. <laughs> we actually wow. live too close to a school for you to be here. Yeah, yeah. We, we have laws and gross like, I've seen cops and horror movies. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right? People. <laughs> uh, I love having a black guy on the show. It opens up so many more doors. Because when I was I know, now we need a gay guy. I mean, well, we're working on you and Joe getting a show. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. What, what's, what's the marriage laws like down there? I mean, uh, I'm not, still pretty. Yeah. It's 1962 here, sir. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> See, I, I know about the Ozarks just from the Ozark Mountain Boys band. Yeah, well, the, basically, uh, the Ozarks is the Midwest version of West Virginia. That's yeah. that's the best way I can describe it. But yeah, that's that's where all this with, magic takes place. With all the uncle fucking and everything like all, that. Yes. Oh my god, the genetics here are uh, deplorable. <laughs> if they're more inbred, they would be sandwiches. Yep. My grandmother actually came down to work to say, "Did you know there's a black boy sitting on your porch?" <laughs> yes. Like Ron <laughs> stayed the night with me last night because he lives in Lebanon, which is thirty miles away. I got off work last night, went and got him. He's been here for a while. And so he comes in, and yeah, 
uh, do, they want to talk, talk about it, guys, because it's hilarious. <laughs> Jim, all right. So this is what you missed out on. That really happened. Yes. That really fucking happened. Yeah. It, we sleep on, he went to bed earlier than I did, and I slept till about 1.30 or so when Ron got up at noon. So in the interim, uh, so in the interim, my wife's 87-year-old grandmother yes. stopped by. I've talked about her before. Yeah, uh, we've, we've talked about her before. So Jamie doesn't work very far from home. So she leaves the house after delivering the laundry to the black guy on the porch and telling him abruptly <laughs> to take it inside. Yes. And then going up straight to Jamie's work and yeah. going, do you know there's a black man sitting on your porch? No, she said black boy. Black boy, sorry. I'm so sorry. Did, did she have like a heart attack during no, this process? no. My grandmother. I mean, here, here's the deal. Like every time when like they they talk about like a celebrity who turns out to be like a racist, like like Paula Dean or like some old like person. Like I'm not racist myself, but like I also understand that like pretty much anyone over the age of seventy is probably a racist. I mean, it's just they were in a different time. They're all racist. Am, am I saying it's right? No, but I'm saying that's pretty much every one of those motherfuckers are probably racist in some way or another. My yeah. grandma, I mean, my grandma was, my grandma's German and she would talk shit about Jewish people all the time. Sweetest lady in the world. Hated the Jews. My grandmother is probably one of the most unintentional racist people I know. <laughs> like, she loves everybody. She's a good Christian woman. But yeah, to, to her, it's like, he's a black boy. My grandma's not racist. Although one time she did give me a broken bottle and call it a nigger knife. <laughs> See? I mean, every way. My my grandma had a dog and her daughter lived next door to her. And the dog Clerks would too. always go over next door and she called the dog a wandering Jew. Like a damn dog, <laughs> a wandering Jew. The like, Sheenie grandma. Curse. The Sheenie War curse. ended in 1942. <laughs> but it, and I think that with the racism goes, I think that some white people are oblivious to the fact that black people live in a different world than we do. It's that's just the way life is. But we think because that those worlds are different, one's better or lesser. I'm all about just your world's different than mine. Let me hear about it. You know, <laughs> and I think that's where I can be racist and I'm not being racist. Is you, li Ron? You live in this world. Yes, I do. We, the, our, Ron and, our Ryan and Ron uh, pilot spot show was all about race. Because it's going to be an under theme because that's the way me and Ron talk. That's just what it is. Well, it you is. know, here's my idea. Of, like, if I'm going to have a friend, if I have a gay friend, I better be able to make fun of him for being gay. If I have a black friend, I'm making fun of him for being black. I make fun of my Jewish friends. I tell him he can't be a pirate all the time, you know, because Jews can't be pirates. <laughs> you know? And, like, you can make fun of me for whatever you want. It's a term of endearment, the way I look at it. If you're not really ripping on me, we're really not friends. Hey, hey mean, Jim, or, yeah. really hate to stop the rant, but looking around the table, we've got some questions. <laughs> Especially me. Why can't a Jew be a pirate? Fill me in really quick. Yeah, you don't know why Jews can't be pirates? I mean, I didn't make the rule. It was on South Park. Cartman said it himself. Jews can't be pirates. Can't Wait, argue that. Did he have any reasoning or just like? No, no, just just because he didn't want to what, what, go could, with my You know what? They could be on a steamship. You know what? That's I inappropriate. Mean, in all honesty, like my <laughs> Jewish friend was telling me like reasons why Jews would actually make better pirates because they would hoard all the gold and they'd be really, really good with you know having all that you know pirate gold. So I mean, in a way, Jews kind of are pirates, but I mean, I'm yeah. just I'm yeah. just following the rules. And here. if you're a gay Jew, you could be a gay butt pirate. Stop it. So there's another way. So Stop if you're it. a homosexual Jewish person that puts your dingling in someone's boo hole, then you could I actually be a, yeah, you could actually be a Jewish butt pirate. So you Jews can be pirates. Cartman's fucking wrong. I just that's, proved it. That's not okay. A boo hole. A boo hole, yeah. Boo hole. Boo hole. <laughs> We're gonna have words later <laughs> about the term boo hole. Oh, What's shit. wrong with boo hole? The plot. Boo hole? No. Is that, is that like a balloon knot reference? I mean, that oh could be God. a balloon knot reference. We, oh, you do know that. Yes. Way back, and I heard it from Stephen Lynch, I think is where I got it from or whatever. Nice Styles of the Virgin Famous? Uh, no, just Stephen Lynch. He, he did a song, and he referred to someone's asshole as a balloon knot. Chocolate Pocket. Chocolate Pocket? What other we got? Yeah, what, the what? Chocolate Starfish, as uh, Fred Durst said. Yeah, yeah Chocolate Starfish. reference. Nice. Um... Was it called as Chocolate Starfish before that shitty band came along? Hey. Yes, yeah, before before Lynn band, Boy Band called coined it, yes. Okay, but, uh, before you say hey, they did a reunion tour. 
they set up all these tickets and they sold they had the capacity to sell like 200,000 tickets and they sold like a thousand and yet Jim I want you to know that when I'm listening to my husband's playlist on our car on XM radio I hear Limp Biscuit songs absolutely and I got I'm not saying the uh, $3 bills y'all and then even the album after that was pretty decent and then Chocolate Starfish had maybe two good songs on it but then after that he, he yeah. like went to selling After used cars or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but he didn't put it all into the music. So he he did a really uh, shitty I've, horror movie. I too. even have a couple of those old songs on there, like "Psycho Female" blowing up the phone line. That's yeah. just good. I've it got uh, I've got the one he did with Method Man. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, that. I mean I anything's red meth. That's fucking yeah. awesome. And together, yep. Well, let's get honest. Yeah. After Chocolate Starfish, where do you go from there? Uh, usually yeah. to the backbone. But the next like album said, was where do you go? He went to, he opened up Fred Durst's cars. Uh, one person got the joke. <laughs> I always get your jokes. She's, I'm married she, to you. Yeah, she was like, where do you go after the balloon knot? And I'm like, usually into the backbone. God. <laughs> I wish Jim was here. Jim, come to us and yes, hang out with us. Yes, we, we would love to have you here. This is where the call ended, and uh, it went back to just me, Ron, and Jamie. Um but, well, it ended for you guys. We actually set up a time for group sex later. But anyway, uh, back to the show. I got to put some, like, back to the show. Shit here. I don't know. Let's promote the connection between Ron and I. You can talk about how Ron was supposed to come to our wedding, but he didn't Absolutely. come to our wedding. Absolutely. This will be a good connection. This will be a good three-way conversation. You're fucking brilliant, baby. I Aww, was at the reception, wasn't I? You were supposed to be my best man. Yeah, why couldn't I make it out there? I was there, but I wasn't there. You didn't make it until the reception, and I had to have my 14-year-old son stand in. Which worked Which out really sweet. well. Yes. I mean, he, he was my best man at my favorite wedding. and well, it, Tony, Tony's not on black people time, so he yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, on top of that, for the photos, you didn't have to pay for extra color. No, <laughs> no. But yeah... Uh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's all we got out of that story. <laughs> That's awesome. This is fun. <laughs> I miss having fun on the show. <laughs> this is great. Uh, let's see. Let me scour the internet here for a minute. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. I was going to say, Ron doesn't get freaked out easily, so we can't. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, he does. Fuck. It's just a different set of skeeving skills. Oh, I've been developing them. Two for two. That's right. On there, Jamie's there, there are two things that he's figured out. Mouse pissing on his suckers. Yeah. Ew, and what? um yeah, that was a long one. And bugs. This motherfucker is you scared don't like shitless bugs? of bugs. I'm facing this monstrosity, whatever it is, and looks just like the damn thing that attacked me last night. Okay, look, it, it people can't see. What are you doing? Oh, that's a June bug, sir. That's what attacked me last night. That is get your camera out, Jamie. <laughs> I don't have it. You don't have My it. My phone is updating its software. That's right. Mine updated already. Lollipop. All right. Too funny. You don't like bugs. He does not like bugs. No, I don't no. like he's, bugs. He's seriously, like, uh, he, he seriously hates fucking bugs. Like, beyond, yeah, what are you doing? Beyond what is normal. Because there's a June bug on the table here, and I wasn't going to do this to him. It's like but a lot of cords in the way. I know. Oh, yeah. This little bug right here. Oh, you're, tu- you're touching it? I am touching it. Okay. See? Look, I'll even lick it. it? Uh, Let me see. Look, Wait, I got to get bug. a picture of that. Look, I'll I... even lick the bug. Watch. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, look, I'm licking the bug. Oh, he is. Right? Have a bug, Ron. That's See, it's a different set of skeeving skills. Ron, really bugs. <laughs> I know, Ron. Right. Really quick. There's a flow trip. <laughs> Two of them, actually. And um, if you ever had a tick on your dick, then you know exactly where I'm coming from. And being a city slicker, yeah. Slicker? No. <coughs> slicker, yes. I'm okay. going to say slicker for All lack right. of better words. I got one. I know you do. <laughs> a tick. On my dick. I'm going down investigating my situation one night in the bathroom. I'm like, what's this extra skin flap? No, it sprouted legs and started moving, and then all shit broke loose. How big was this tick that you thought it was an extra skin flap? Well, or how like small a- is your 
Was it like a freaking South American tick the size of a dick? You're just plate? assuming what he's black, that? he's got a huge dick. Maybe it looks like a pinky no. and it's just like bloop. It's his size. I mean, it's. No, I don't need to know about your penis. I'm totally okay with not. I knowing. was definitely talking about the bug. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, tell me about your penis. Let's hear. <laughs> it's called Mythbuster. We nicknamed it that one time at the urinal. If <laughs> if he could blush, he would be blushing right now. That's so. Uh. That's so cute. Like he uh. went from like brown to taupe. Yes, yes. He went from light khaki to dark khaki. Aww. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ron. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. Fur. Oh, the return of fur. Let me nice. tell you about fur. Me and this motherfucker worked together, and I was constantly doing shit to him. Like, he'll have to tell stories, because I don't remember all of it. But I would constantly do shit to him, say stuff to him, just fuck with him constantly. And we worked, and we worked in public, and we couldn't use profanity at all. So we had the saying called FUR, F-U-R. stands for fuck you, Ryan. (laughs) 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 And uh, believe it or not, uh, one of the guys I work with now has adopted that, except it's uh, fuck off, Ryan. (laughs) So it's four. So I have fur and four. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's his personality. Everyone yeah. should get to know him. Oh, my God. I, uh, You know, this is why people fucking hate me. <laughs> I've actually been with him almost three years. So right. you completely understand. I don't hate you. No. Not I all the time. I completely understand the frustration, though. I, I totally do. And no, I don't hate you. I love you. <laughs> I think you're amazing. What is the word I used before? Luminous. Luminous. I think you're luminous. I do. I don't know. what I, I did some bad acid at one time, I guess, and I glow now. Uh, no. You just... You're just so pretty. Did something to that ass? What'd you say? Uh, yeah, I that tapped too. that motherfucker. You, um, you didn't tap. You pounded. I want to talk about my arrogance for a minute. And I know it's arrogance to talk about my arrogance, but me and you had this conversation last night, and I tried to write an article, and it was just so much better spoken. Fuck you. Basically, I'm arrogant, apparently, because uh, yes. that's your view. Uh, I'm also standoff. Uh, I'm also standoffish, uh, misanthrope. I don't go out in public unless I absolutely fucking have to. I'm a hermit. I'm probably going to end up like that dude collecting piss in jars. I just hope I get as rich as he did before it fucking happens. I would also like to toss in the term elitist. Oh, I am elitist. That would be true. What is, what's another easy word to use to describe me, Jamie? I don't want to say on air. No, just say it. We Okay, the first um, like year of our marriage we refer to as the D-Days. And when I say we, I mean I do, because we refer to those as the dick days. Yes. Yeah. I was adjusted to normal life. I had been alone and a loner for years on the truck. Hadn't had a serious relationship in a long time. I hadn't started this growing process that's made me the lovable version of my... Yeah, you think I'm bad now. Two years ago, I was worse. But this woman sitting across from me seen what I could be. If I just got a little love, and that's yeah. the yeah, yeah for today. But anyway, uh, so I, I've kind of, I've mellowed out a ton. Um, Literally a ton. But as far as my arrogance goes, fuck you. Uh, I'm proud of the shit I've accomplished. Uh, I've been a piece of shit. I haven't been a very good father at times. I was never a good husband until now, and then I'm even not that good at that, just enough to be tolerated. Four tries later? Four tries later. Um, I'm not the greatest best friend in the world. Uh, nope. uh, I say what's on my mind. I ditch people. I did. Not anymore, but I used to. I've just grown as a person, and my arrogance now is I'm proud of what I've become. I'm proud of what I've accomplished. Cult radio show, I had an idea. I got bored one night, and I had an idea. And now we have a fucking world domination map and things in the tens of thousands of people driving to our site. I want your guys' content, not so I can be rich and famous, because I built this fucking platform for me to speak from. But that doesn't mean you can't crawl up on it and speak as well. It's my platform. It'll always be my platform, and I'll protect it because it's one of my children because I grew it from an idea. But I'm proud of what I've done. So if you think it's arrogance or you think I'm being a dick, it's because I have a vision and I have an idea. And if you look past the past six months, what I've done with that vision and idea, I think I have a right to have a little bit of self-pride in what I've done. You absolutely do. And for the haters that don't think you're a good husband, 
<laughs> I just have to say, like, it's little things that women are appreciative of, and maybe it takes some, like, a nut. All right, we're going to take that out. <laughs> I have it. No, go ahead, babe. I'm just joking with you. What she's trying to say, folks, Fur. is he knows how to lay the pipe. <laughs> I thought she was going to tell about how I was a sweet husband or a sweet guy, so I just dropped her audio. <laughs> now, do you know how I felt when he hung up on me so many times? Do you feel my pain, Jamie? Nope, but he's going to be later. Ooh. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Fur. I'll run with it. Fur. Fur. Fur, fur, fur. I think I'm going <laughs> to adopt that as well, Ron. I see your point. You know what? Connection made. All right. Fur. What were you going to say, babe? I was just joking. No, I'm you. done. <laughs> I'm all done. He's an ass, people. I'm done. And there you have our show for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, now that I've made everyone mad at me. Uh, if you've seen a theme there, tonight was just season three and introducing you to the cast and things that we have coming up. Barbie Green's going to be doing a little bit of a sex podcast for us, I believe. Um, we're going to be working with her a little bit more. Jim's doing some more articles. Ron and I, being the people we are, are going to try to find some subjects that no one wants to talk about, but find a good way to show them to you. And I think one of the ones that we've adopted to do straight away is uh, the story of Edward Snowden. Uh, there's a lot of bullshit that surrounds his story. Uh, so Ron and I have taken interest in it. So over the next week, we are going to Mythbusters some of this Edward Snowden stuff to find out what the media reported and what's bullshit and what's not bullshit. So that's what you guys will have to look forward to next week. Plus, who the fuck is Slim Goodbody? Laters, bitches. <laughs>